0: <laughs> it's time to get your sip on use your phone and tablet computer get your lips on having fun while entertaining the mission. drag your mouse to the link and get your click on yeah the topic stay lit conversation don't quit
1: a couple wisdom with some humor in it Oh, uh, nothing is better than this. So sit back and just take your sip.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: What up, what up, what up?
0: Welcome to all tea no shade. Where we are serving tea without the shade.
2: Like we always do. So pull up
0: a seat and let's start this sip set.
2: Feels good to be back with our second week in a row.
0: Hey, how y'all doing?
2: I'm doing great. How you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain.
2: we're sitting next to you though without a, a third person over there.
0: I know. So. It's just the two of us. Are we too close to each other?
2: A little too close, but it's okay. What
0: right. was that um, Snoop song? It's not Snoop. It was a dog. Goofy? And it was like Goofy. Close to Close and Tubbin Campbell sang it. Eye to Eye. You know y'all from that. the Goofy movie soundtrack. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Eye to Eye. Thank you very much. How's your week been? We Did you celebrate Halloween?
1: Good.
2: Nah, I'm not into Halloween like that. So I kind of just chill. Didn't do too much. <laughs> um. I- yeah, I just stayed in. I didn't really do too much. I'm not big into dressing up. I like watching pictures, seeing the pictures, and seeing everyone else have a good time. I think Halloween gives people opportunity to be something that they're not. The yeah. Out of outside their box, you know? So I'm not really into that.
0: I love it. I think it's so cute. I don't always feel the need or the desire to dress up, but I, I can't wait to see everyone else's outfits. And I love the ones who are super creative. Like... There was a really cute um, mom and son, and she dressed it, She dressed up as the Popeye's lady, you know, with the short hair. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, And yeah. then
0: she dressed her son up as the chicken sandwich.
2: I saw a picture as of that. As the
0: spicy chicken. It was adorable, but, like, so cute and so ingenious. Like, who thinks of these things?
2: I saw um, saying on topic, even though Halloween was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, did you see the post on Facebook about the couple that dressed in character as the handmaid's tail? And people were upset about it because not only did they dress up in character for The Handmaid's Tale, they also did a pregnancy announcement about it. And so people said they were glorifying rape. It's like they weren't glorifying rape. People were so bothered by this picture. It like it's a husband and wife that are clearly together. You yeah. decided to be creative for Halloween. Right. And based off of characters that aren't real.
0: Yeah, like the whole thing of Halloween is you get to dress up who you want to be, like, or, or who you think is funny. Like, and yeah. it can be no judgment. Sometimes it can be satire. Sometimes you can be making fun of people. Like, I've seen a lot of Trump people, right? And you can be making fun of them instead of supporting them. It could be satire. That's weird. Yeah,
2: people feel like, I feel like people in today's culture want to be bothered just to be bothered.
0: Yeah, I It's like, why are we
2: so easily offended by opinions and by everything? People doing something for Halloween. Like, I didn't see, I didn't see anyone being upset about the picture I saw of these three kids. One kid was dressed up like Donald Trump oh with a MAGA hat on. Yes, I saw Another it. Another kid was in blackface. I posted that today being being Kanye, I mean, uh, Barack Obama mm-hmm. and the white little white girl cha- was a and Hillary chains. Clinton.
0: In chains. That's the part that he... Yeah,
2: there. and people were laughing at they it. Yeah, like,
0: Obama in chains with um, the Donald Trump person pulling him.
2: Yeah, I, I think, been, I mean, it's, it's funny to a certain extent because we all believe that Donald Trump's a racist anyway and he doesn't like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, so I get it. But why is that not more outrage about that?
0: Why are we still doing blackface? It is 2019. Like, okay. So I thought that like everybody knew, right. Yeah. But I posted something like I was been posting like good costumes that I've seen. And so a few of them have been like white people dressing up as black people. There was a really cute, like Cardi B offset. She ain't had no booty, but she tried her this right. Like, and I'm like, no black face necessary. I've been posting that as the hashtag, right? You can dress up to be your favorite black person without, without the
2: makeup. Without
0: the makeup. Yeah. And somebody literally texted me on one of those comments and was like, what is blackface? face?
2: Like how do you, that's how you know, how? that's how you know you live inside a bubble. You live inside a bubble that you're not willing to step out of because all you care about is your narrative and your perspective.
0: And like the worst thing is this person is mixed, and I was like, how?
2: Wow. they were biracial? Make they t- were boy, biracial, black black? white
0: and black. Wow.
2: And wow. I'm like, how
0: do you not know about blackface, but she's primarily raised by her white family, her white yeah, side of the family. But absolutely. I was just like, girl, get with it. You know what I mean? And a lot of people would have taken that as a moment to be like, negative to her but Mm. I took it as a moment like she's a learning moment yeah she's honestly asking I want to tell her I took it so serious I sent her articles and links I gave her a whole summary like I wanted her to be well informed right like please and thank you
2: and the sad thing is like the kids don't know any better like so now that picture and we know once a picture it's in social media internet it is there forever so let's say that little boy decides to become the president of the United States Later in life, now this picture is gonna come up and say, "Well, look at him in blackface." He didn't know any better. His parents knew better, but they put him in blackface for the, to be Barack Obama. Well, guys, maybe it's brownface. I would call it. He wasn't really in blackface. He was in brownface. Yeah. You know, but I just think we need to be more aware of it, but. Anyway, it is what it is.
0: Agreed, agreed. Like, I don't understand how the people don't understand that this is a real thing and, like, this is an issue. But honestly, this this Halloween that passed, it's the least problematic that I've seen. I've, it's the least amount of blackface that I've seen, I would say. Normally, like, there's yeah. some huge fraternity scandal and some huge, like, sorority scandal. There's always some collegiate party that's gone wrong. But we didn't really hear that this time.
2: No, it's been a, it was a fairly good Halloween, so...
0: How else has your week been post, post-Halloween? post It's been two weeks. What oh, you been doing?
2: Week's been good. Week's been good. I can't complain too much about the week. That's probably my phone going off over there, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been adjusting to this new fall weather. Uh, lucky for us that we have been warmer than the rest of the United States. Right. And so I saw some pictures, uh, temperatures the other day. It was like fall is here. But they were all like in the 40s and 50s. So that's not fall. That's winter weather. We're in 70s, so I am happy about that.
0: I know today is like a cooler, chillier day, and it's literally in the 70s. And I was like, it's not cooler. It's just it's been 80s, 90s. Like yeah. I feel like for forever, like like the last six months. So today feels noticeably different, but it's not actually October. Cool.
2: They said they actually here in Florida, October we had our hottest month ever in, in within the last 10 years.
0: That's crazy. So it's hot it. and
2: hot. How would your week?
0: I work's pretty good. I've just been grinding as always. And so I haven't really, it's weird because, you know, when you move somewhere new, you have to like create a new social group, you know, you have to create like new networks and connections. I did go to lunch with a old high school friend. Okay. So I was in high school, my very last year of high school, I did it in Florida. My parents moved me halfway down uh, during my senior year of high school. And so I was able to connect with her, which is nice, but it's always interesting, like creating connections as an adult.
2: I think you should just move back to Tampa and be done with it.
0: Child, y'all don't even know. Don't tempt me with a good time.
2: Come on, All right. Come on back.
0: You got a listener shout out this week?
2: Listener shout out. Let's do. But we can do a listener shout out to our our team at Altino Shay. How about that? There we go. Like our team that we are that we have put together that we're working towards for season 3. We have a dope team behind us and we we getting ready for this live show that we are are presenting for you guys after so much asking for us to yes. do another live show so we we have a lot of people working behind the scenes to help us with this so everyone that's going to be helping with ticketing and uh ushering making, this and make, reality. making it a reality so we can blow this all team no shade up for for us and for y'all so that's who our listener shout out is
0: absolutely certain that's a good listener shout out i like it all right guys we're gonna go ahead and get into the sip of the day
2: you're not gonna do who am i you
0: well, my whole moon, who my thing didn't work
2: out. <laughs> yes, it did. I was just really good. No, okay. Come on I I want to rechange it. No, do it.
0: No, and it's only you. It doesn't really
2: work. I still want to guess. No, I'm not gonna let me guess.
0: No, I don't. I need to make it harder.
2: Cause you don't like me winning. I don't. See how that is Shay. I don't care. Can I just win? All I do is I, win, I w- win, I want win. him to win,
0: but I don't want him to win, like, that fast. Like, I, before I could even finish my, my damn statement, before I could even get to the multiple choice part, he'd be like, blah, and say the name of the person. Like, can I at least get to the multiple choice? It's not my fault. No. You
2: obvious Mariah Carey last week, and then whoever it was prior to that, or oh, Eddie, Eddie Tyler Perry.
0: I know. I thought it wasn't that obvious, though, but clearly. Clearly it was.
2: All right. So know who am I then? No who am
0: I. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch up who am I again. We're working on that. That's a work in progress, y'all. W I P hashtag W I P. All yes. right.
2: Oh. Hey, you know, you, know you what say what I,
0: hey, I start sipping. slide past You know what time it is? What time is it? Time
2: for the main sip. What? The main sip. I said A. it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get, get your, your cup get ready, your... drink ready, tea ready. Ah. Ah. get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah. time for the main sip. The, the main, main sip? I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah. Oh. get your cup ready, drink ready, tea ready. Ah! Oh. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh.
0: Wait, did you add that?
2: That's always been there. You
0: wait, the yes, 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 all has you, always been there. You've just
2: been so eagerly ready to to hate on the song that no, you never normally
0: heard normally I'm doing the ah, so I never noticed that there was like a follow up. Yes, you really yes, think yes. you are MC. I am so done with you right now.
2: I think I am a creative mind trying to create a product. He
0: said, yes, yes, y'all. <laughs> like Negro. We're
2: gonna get you to do an intro for one of yours. Oh my your God.
0: It's gonna be better than that, though. I need help. Listen. No, no,
2: there ain't no help. There's yeah, no, 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 no absolutely. No freelancing. You can't I, freelance
0: I will one hundred and ten percent freelance. So if you are a singer, if you are a spoken word artist, if you are a spoken rapper. Word. Like, anything, hit a sister up. I need some help because I am not going to pull a J on the main sip.
2: The main sip is fire. Fire.
0: I'm done. I'm done. All right. So, our main sip today, we are talking about police brutality. Mm. You guys, it's here.
2: It's not getting any better, I don't think.
0: And it doesn't seem to be letting up at all.
2: I will say, though, that I am very... Uh, I'm going to say happy. I will say that I'm encouraged by the fact that I have seen the the people in the courtroom getting the sentencing, I won't say correctly, but at least convicting them of being guilty, right? Of these high profile cases. Because there's been so many times in the past yeah. where these police brutalities have, have happened and the cops get off with no punishment other than a temporary suspension or losing loss of the job, right?
0: That's very true. It's it's easy to forget, I think, like when you're progressing that each step is a step in the in forward. You know what I mean? Like before police officers would shoot down people and we would have like video or we would have like testimony accounts and they would even get charged it wouldn't even ever go to trial and so right now that it's actually going to trial and that people are actually being held to the fire for what they've done maybe it's not to the extent that we want them to right Mm -hmm. so the punishments are still super lenient if they're giving out But at least we have progressed to the point where they're at least being charged and that they're at least, you know, being found guilty.
2: Yeah, I mean...
0: But obviously I'm not saying that's enough. It's not enough.
2: It's not enough only because even when they are being found guilty in the case of, like, Amber Geiger, Mm -hmm. her name, whatever her last name was. Yeah. She was found guilty, but she was only charged for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Right? 10 years for murdering someone. And so, and, and then... She was also allowed, she'll be allowed for probation. So she will probably get out in five years. And I just saw that they are appealing the 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 sentence.
0: So bold. Like and, so bold. You just yeah. killed this person. Like
2: I mean it's her right. It's her right. It's to, your right.
0: It's your right. Absolutely.
2: But you want to appeal, you know for a fact that you killed someone, but you don't want to go to jail for killing someone do your time yeah
0: you don't actually want to be res- held responsible yeah. for your act you know like I get it it's it's very difficult Have you seen this new Netflix um, documentary it is by Chelsea Handler of all people and it is literally focused on white people and white privilege something about white privilege no, and never. it's literally focused specifically and only on Chelsea Handler like approaching white privilege and trying to figure out what it is and what that means. And if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix. It's amazing. It's amazing in a way that it's everything black people know.
2: already that we live every day
0: we live every day but there is one part of the conversation and listen the only reason why she's doing this is because she got a lot of backlash from a lot of stuff that she's recently been doing like what's her name what chelsea handler one of her books was like you god you gone to be kidding me it's like this white um she used to date 50 cent she's this white actor um actress not actress she's a white comedian she was like the only white female comedian for a little bit before Amy Schumer and all of them like came out. She was uh, she I'm, just stand I'm
2: up now. Yeah. Okay.
0: And she had a show. Chelsea, the Chelsea Handler show. And I think what was really interesting is that halfway through I, she went to this, you know, black caucus to talk about white privilege and they were checking her like people were not being sweet because the cameras were on. They were not like trying to like, and I still think that they were being like holding things back, but they weren't holding it back the way we normally hold things back. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like letting her have it. And she had this epiphany. She was like, why do we keep going to black people to pick a clean up a, a problem that isn't black people's problem? This is a white person problem but we keep going for to black people to fix it. We need to go to white people to fix it. It's a white person's problem that happens to impact black people, but it's not for black people to fix.
2: That's true as fuck though.
0: And I, I had that moment of like, I am so glad that, that you got this because this mm. is the reality. Like black people, we have to live with the consequences of it, but it is not a black person's problem. No, it is a white all. person's problem. Yeah. The idea and the notion that you don't understand like what white privilege is, It's crazy. And so she started talking to these white people. And they just universally did not believe that they had any advantage.
2: Over anyone else.
0: Over anyone else. A lot of them were like, and this is true. A lot of them like, we're hard workers. We had to make, you know, we we started from the bottom. We had to, you know, work our way up. And I was like, that might be a true and clear statement, but that does not mean that you are not privileged.
2: Privileged. Over someone of color. Yes. And as I was helping helping a, helping two friends of mine start their own podcast, and they were talking about how white people tend to, or especially white men, tend to apply for every job that they want to, regardless if they meet the qualifications. Donald that, Trump. That happens because they feel like they are qualified no matter what. They are privileged as and as black people. We don't typically apply for jobs. That we don't on paper say that we qualify for Because we say, you know what, I'm not gonna push the envelope. You know what I mean? That's that's it's a little bit of privilege that, as well. That
0: level of confidence is 110% privilege because yeah, the reason why Black people aren't applying to that is not because we can't. It's because we've been told that our resume has to be better.
2: Got to be better meet to the get the jobs
0: that we are. required. we are super qualified for something, but we have to be overqualified almost to get that position.
2: And I pretty much decided a few years ago that I will no longer tell myself, no, I'm going to apply for things. I'm going to let someone else tell me no, because it's
0: really smart.
2: You know what I mean? So I'm going to apply for it because you never know, you never know. Who, who might say, Oh, you know what? Like I, I have applied for over probably seven positions within my current company. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And not because I felt like I was qualified for all of them. Because I said, I'm going to let somebody else tell me no. But you know what? I got like five out of seven interviews. Look at that. You know what I mean? Now, I didn't get the position Mm. probably because I'm new in this industry. And I think the people I come across or I'm interviewing against, my competitors, have more experience. Experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But at least on paper... I'm getting the interviews and I'm looking I'm looking good. And that's
0: the thing, like I have if you've ever been in the position where you are the interviewer versus the interviewee, you know you can get a crop of like candidates where none of them quite meet your criteria. And so you're kinda you either decide that you can either wait, which a lot of times there's a, a crunch, you need that person now.
2: Yeah.
0: Or you pick out of the the least qualified, right? And some of that is just going off of vibe. I've definitely hired people who weren't as qualified as other people, but I felt like their personality, I felt like their work ethic, I felt like their drive was like more compatible with mine. Yeah. And so, yeah, you should let other people tell you, no, I love that.
2: So going back to police brutality, we we think about violence and domestic violence, right? Mm -hmm. We always think about the physical side of it and the emotional side of it. Why don't we think about police brutality from the emotional side of it? Because you can be pulled over by a cop mm-hmm. and not be physically brutalized, but be emotionally traumatized. Absolutely. Right? But we don't talk about the emotional trauma, traumatization that happens yeah. from those situations.
0: Have you seen that TV show 911?
2: No, I never watched it.
0: Angel Bassett is in it, y'all, and she is life life goals. So Why does yeah, she so not so age? Crazy. But they actually, so in that TV show, she is a sergeant in the police force and her husband is a fire captain and her ex-husband's like, you know, a howdy, how to do architect. And so at one point, the last, like the last recent episode, no, two episodes or three episodes behind, ago, I guess maybe they have one that was focused purely on police brutality. They showed the father, with their mutual children getting pulled over by a white cop and Mm -hmm. it was clear they were being pulled over for the color of their skin because they were driving a very nice vehicle and the cop did not think that that those two went hand in hand with each other and you could watch how things quickly escalated right Mm -hmm. and at one point they almost like shot the little boy and you're like what And so when they come back and they are relaying this to Athena, which is Angela Bassett's character, who's a sergeant in the police department, she is explaining to them the cop's perspective. And I thought it was a really interesting conversation Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it's really easy, I think, to say, oh, like, cops are crazy, they shouldn't be afraid. No, I get that they should be afraid. Like, when you're walking up to a car, you do not know, especially... What's going on in that car. You don't know what's going on with that car. Your life and your... You know, you have made promises to your family. I'm sure to be as safe as humanly possible, and your life is obviously of value to you. And so, yes, you should be cautious. But when that caution overrides like public safety, is I think the issue. But I thought it was a really like if you've never seen that, if you don't, if you don't, even if you don't watch 911, it's a mm. good episode to watch because I think that they fairly addressed it on both sides. I
2: mean. I ain't- if you are a person who understands healthy conversation and healthy communication, then you also have to understand that there's always you have to be able to see the other perspectives, right? So to your point that obviously all cops aren't bad. However, cops have to understand that most black people are are super afraid of what may happen or afraid of cops. And the emotional uh, damage that is done by one cop affects the rest, how we view the rest of the cops. I remember, remember back in Virginia, um, I I was down, I was downtown Richmond, Chaco Bottom. Um, and I was, I had just met uh, a friend down there and we were dancing in the club, her and I having a good time and she was ready to go. And so instead of me allowing her to walk to her car by herself, I Decided to give her a ride. Yeah. So we walked to my car, gave her a ride to her car, and then my friend called me and said, Hey, we're we ready to leave. Can you pick, pick us up? And so one of my uh, w- uh, women friends was riding with us. So when I got back to the to the sidewalk, to the club, I picked, I, I waited for my friends to come, and a, a cop pulled up behind me and started like, f- flashing his lights. What? He was like, I was like, and so okay. I waved to him, like, Hey, I'm just waiting for my friend, or blah, blah, blah. He kept on blowing this one, blowing this one. I said, hey, look, we, we, need, to, we need to move. We got to go. So she got out really quick yeah. to find her friends. So I pulled off and ran, ran, ran around the corner. And he followed me. Oh, my God. And right there on this main strip, he, like, he walks up. He says, um, I need you to get out the car. What? I'm like, I'm not getting out the car. And at this time, I'm like, 20, I'm like 22. Yeah. I'm like, for what? Like, why am I getting out the car? I didn't do anything. He was like, you need to get out the car. This was—it wasn't even a white guy. So it's people, so scary. people, you understand, it's not bru- police brutality. Is not always white people. It's not. This guy was an Asian guy, and he said, "Get out the car. I'm gonna force you out of the car." He didn't ask for my registration. He didn't ask. He didn't tell me what I had done or anything. Mm-hmm. And so I said, "Jay, get out the car." So I got out the car on the main strip on a on a Friday night with all these people on the back of my car. With my so hand, embarrassing. With my hands on the back of the trunk. And he then hops in my car <gasps> and goes through all my shit through my glove compartment. He he's no, he didn't ask. He's looking for he's looking for anything because I think he thought that me and that girl had just been fucking in the car and she got out. So maybe it was I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so
0: or a drug deal.
2: So I'm on the back of my car, and his partner is a black guy. I look at the black guy. I'm like, you just going to let this happen? Like, he didn't ask for shit. Yeah. Like, he's searching my car illegally. He didn't tell me what I was doing. He didn't say anything. So once he didn't find anything, he then asked for my license and registration. Interesting. Right? And so I gave it to him. He gave me a ticket for illegally parking. Illegally parking. And so from that moment, I was traumatized from that, from no, that moment very of scary. black man. So I went to court. And I told the court exactly what happened. I said, this is some from the whole story court the, the judge threw it out okay right? judge he threw it out i still had to pay court call. yeah
0: it sucks but, but okay judge.
2: it goes back to the point of like yes i did i was not killed in that instant right i was not beaten in that instant. but emotionally i i was traumatized to a point of how i now view cops going forward
0: it's scary because it's just like you clearly are messing with me for no reason like i've done nothing wrong you can't even tell me what i've done wrong yeah right? You're not, you are telling me that I've done something wrong while I'm watching you do something wrong, right? You're supposed to ask me, you know, you're supposed to, you not just jump into my personally owned vehicle and start searching. That's not right, right? Like, it's so frustrating on so many levels, but, like, I jump back and forth on this because, obviously, I believe police brutality is terrible, but I feel like everyone is on, like, such divergent ends of things because in the same, like, atmosphere, so I was on this this group called Police Brutality 3.0 or something like that, or Police is policing, mm-hmm. policing police 3.0. It's one of those Facebookers, and I really just wanted to be more informed about like people who were they were posting like videos of people whose rights were being violated. Like you know, if you saw your friend getting whatever, you posted it was all those kind of videos of people getting their rights violated, and I just wanted to be like mindful and kind of know what's happening in mm. the environment. Well, mm. you don't see that. Like, unfortunately you can only go to social media for this kind of content because the big media outlets don't pick it all up. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of the push that we find out about like Eric Gardner, like it was social media
2: that brought it to the, that to brought the it forefront. To
0: the forefront. Yeah. Like big media picked up afterwards. You know what I mean? And I was, I was fine. It was cool group. And then I realized they hate all police. Like, they don't make a distinction at and all. And, and that's not okay. Between, yeah. like, good police and bad police. I'm just like, you guys are ridiculous. Like, yeah. you cannot be an extreme because then you are literally being just as bad as they are. Absolutely. It's—those it's, it's th- those two go hand in hand. And I was like, if you've never been super afraid of—you've never had to call the cops because you needed help— and they've come and helped you like then you don't really understand but like crop, po- cops are critical like they are necessary
2: okay yeah i mean i i try to have a, a, a I try to have a positive perspective mm-hmm. in regards to cops i have friends that are cops i have friends that are state troopers and i under, i understand that but as a black man it's hard. It's, it's hard not it's to view all of them. It's to, hard to not to, to feel some, some kind of way about it. But
0: and isn't, isn't that funny? Because I feel like the cops that do that, that's exactly how they approach us, too. Like, they feel some type of way. They feel threatened by us, even though, like, they might not personally have known us. We haven't personally done anything. But in their head, the broad spectrum of black people are this thing, you know? And so you just... You almost clump them all together. So... I have some statistics for you. You ready for these?
2: I'm not sure if I am ready. All right.
0: Police killed about 1,100 people in 2017. With black people being 25% of all those killings, even though we are literally only 13% of the population. 1,100
2: people were killed by cops in 2017?
0: Yes. 1,147 people in 2017 were killed by cops. The
2: only thing about that stat is it doesn't say whether or not that person was an aggressor. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't at
0: all indicate, like, who, why, right? We're just going to look at statistics, right? And so... um, Out of that, it was three times more likely for a black person to be killed than a white person, even Mm. though we're only 13 percent of the population. Right. Twenty percent. Twenty one percent of the people killed of the black victims were unarmed compared to 14 percent of white victims. Mm. So the white victims had a higher rate of being armed versus the black people were had a higher rate of being unarmed and being killed. Isn't that insane? So that kind of goes towards the aggressor or not, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it says six times more likely to be killed by police in Oklahoma than Georgia. Cause where you live matters. And I think that goes to an important point is how do we like, so we all know that police brutality is an issue and is a problem. What's the difference between Oklahoma and Atlanta? I think it's black people being represented on the force, mm. you know, like the, the way to, I feel like the way to combat uh, police brutality is to make the police force more diverse the same way we did it with with corporations, right? You we forced there to be more diversity in corporations, and because of that, corporations are more politically correct than they've ever mm-hmm, been, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that doesn't ha- that shift hasn't happened for you know police departments, and it, some of it has to deal with just black people don't live in Oklahoma.
2: And I think also I think I've heard this this theory before is that um, back in back in the day, as we say, the police that were policing the block or people who actually live in that community so they had a different perspective and respect for that community versus today it's like a random person who's only in there once a week or based on a phone call and so that i think the theory is that we can get police people to who actually are from the community or put the same person in there consistently you can build that rapport with people but the truth of the matter is it's not just black people who don't trust cops. Oh, it's no. Latino people who don't trust people cops. People of
0: color, period.
2: Yeah, and there's people and, and poor white people don't, don't trust, trust cops because they know as well. Yeah, and so it it's back to a point of, of of this Chelsea. She said it's not a black person problem. It's a white person problem. So in the case of police brutality, it's not a poor person problem or a black person problem. It's a police problem. The police need to figure out a way. To, right. to to change the perspective it's to do better. True. Yeah. You it's know? so easy
0: to shift on what we should do, but it really it is a police problem. And I don't see them making that shift, right? Like we keep seeing, so there was a recent incident where a child was like 11 or 12 years old. I posted a couple of weeks ago. And she was, she apparently stole a carton of milk and mm. was walked past the the the. the Principal was standing in the front doors and was kind of like guarding it. And she walked past him. And there's some argument whether or not she like bumped against him. But if she bumped against him, it was purely just to get out of the door. It was clearly not yeah. intentional, right? And then you hear the the police officer for that you know school saying, "Oh, I'm over it." And then you literally watch him dragging this 11 year old. I did see
2: that video. I did see it that is.
0: Video. And she was special needs. Was she? Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's heartbreaking because you would just, in any other scenario, right, if you were to remove the cop um, uniform, in any other scenario, right, if any men saw another man treating a child like that i really do believe that men would have stepped up like the principal is watching it and at some point he's like entering the commentary the dialogue like you know officer whatever your name is she is not a threat to you please stop like the police the principal eventually spoke up but he's just like very the least amount that you can do and i'm just like when do we get so far away where it's like you, you can watch it happening. I'm watching these men watch this little girl get manhandled by this police officer. And I'm not saying, like, they needed to attack the police officer, mm-hmm. but there used to be a thing where people would intervene when they saw injustice. Like, you know, like, the principal would have actually maybe stood closer to her, let her know she had some support. Like, this little girl is just standing, is, like, wrestling with this police officer by herself. I felt so bad for her.
2: I think it's probably a couple of reasons why I think one that people more people are fed up than we realise. I think it goes back to the point of the silent voters for Donald Trump. Yeah. The people who call our we call our friends voted for Donald Trump who would never tell the table to for Donald Trump. Yeah. But they were fed up internally about certain things. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who are just standing around watching who know it's not right for that police officer to do to do that to that girl are so fed up with them already within themselves they don't give a fuck yeah it's like I, don't, I just want to be done with it right because right? they're already feeling some kind of way internally yeah. about it like I'm over black people I'm tired of black people I'm tired of people blaming other people for their problems yeah I think that's part of it. but another part of it is I think people don't want to be socially shamed right they don't want to be videotaped and be part of the problem I know with the black person it'll be hard for me to enter intervene with someone who I see being done wrong because I don't want to get shot yeah. I don't want, but in my gut, in my gut, I'd be like, damn, I, I, I got I to stop that.
0: What's that you know? What's that guy who testified on behalf of oh, and, then and then got killed? Mm-hmm. I think that's what people are scared of now. Mm-hmm. Like, retribution is a real thing. People, oh, in the
2: Amagaga case, right? Mm hmm. Yeah.
0: Like, retri- retribution's a real thing. You know what I mean? And you can step up from someone else, but that might be the end of your life. It's such a, and I think we as a society, because we have shifted so far from the community, We've shifted so much to an individuality perspective yeah. that before, and it, it, it honestly, I think about it as like kind of Jim Crowish, like the way things have, the community has broken down. It, y'all think it's not intentional. It is intentional, y'all. I don't even want to sound like a conspirator, awesome. but like there's a reason why the black family isn't together anymore. There's a reason why now the black community is so divisive. This is not like by accident. This wasn't by like, this was actually by design, right? Like there's, this was all structurally in place to, for a reason, because Mm -hmm. if you create, if you disconnect those bonds, then you, you lose that community. I think back in the day, it didn't matter if you were, if you didn't think about whether or not you were getting hurt, you were thinking about that person who you were watching right now get
2: hurt. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Your sense of community. Cause we all
2: were getting hurt at yes. that point. Like if you're getting hurt, I'm getting hurt too. And right. so you're my, you my brother and my sister and my cousin or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to defend you no matter Your what. Your sense
0: of community was bigger. And so you stood up more for each other versus now where we have this very individuality idea. Well, that ain't my problem. That's them.
2: I think part of the problem with that, though, is that, like, we all are trying to progress, right? And our minds, progression is leaving the hood that we came from Absolutely. to get to what we think is the golden land, the greener pastures. Right. And in, a, in a sense, that's true. Like, no one wants to stay in the hood if you're making more money. And
0: I think that's a lie, though,
2: too. You know what I mean? You think it's a I, lie?
0: Yes. I feel like... We they have created this idea where the hood is bad yeah. because, you know, crabs in a bucket. When we know for a fact there was a black wall stroke wall street, we know for a fact that there used to the same communities that are now quote unquote identified as ghetto used to be thriving black markets, right? They've taken out the teeth out of us. You know, they've disconnected us, disconnect our community. Hey, black people Tulsa, are more willing. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yes. Black people are more willing to spend money on everyone else but our own people. Like, in no other racial group—I'm not in part of any other racial group, but I haven't hear, heard white? or seen it. I ain't like—but, like, but like I, in no other racial group that I know of, we're, when we decide to, like, represent black-owned business and they do something wrong, we're like, oh, this is why you can't support black people. Yeah. How many times have you heard that about black stuff? A lot. I don't hear that with white people. I don't hear that with Spanish people. Because in our head, we have been conditioned to not support ourselves. So when we do get a black business that does something wrong, our default is to go, well, this ain't why I support black people. That is, like, breaking us down.
2: But where does that conditioning come from, though? Because I, to your point, I've never heard a white person say that. But how do we, how do we get to a point where we feel like that we... Can't support another black. I'll, I'll be first to tell you, I'm not gonna support a black business just because they're black. Yeah. I refuse to do it. If your shit is, pro- if your product is shitty, I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. But if you mess up, I'm okay with that. Like I'm gonna continue to support you because we support white people. They fuck up all the time. Yeah. And we still go back to them.
0: Absolutely. You've yeah. all been to a, a, a restaurant that was terrible. And you didn't go, oh, I'm never supporting white business again. Right? Like, it just isn't a, a conversation. And I don't know. I kind of fall back and forth because I don't want to be racist or discriminatory. But I kind of do feel like black people have the responsibility to support black business. So, Because for every black, every time you support a black business, that is maybe equaling out people who are not people of color who won't support a black business just because it's a black business. Like yeah. it's it's unfair. We're not talking about two things that are equal or that are even, we know that like, you know, generally black businesses, the prices are a little bit higher, but we also know that like, We don't get discounts at the bank. We don't have, you know, this generational wealth to help us co-sign, you know, our loans for our business. And so a lot of stuff that we, our products are going to be at a higher price point because we don't have that privilege that comes with being, you know, 400, 500 years down the road. You can trace your ancestors and you guys have acquired wealth throughout the years. We haven't been able to acquire anything.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can't disagree with if anything you just said there, going back to police brutality,
1: though, mm.
2: I think a lot of what we fail to understand, or maybe we we understand it, but we're not putting a huge emphasis on it, is that these cops have their own unconscious bias that they were that they were raised with, yeah, right, and that they themselves. Have not identified as a bias. Absolutely. And right. And so they're in these communities and they are operating in fear, even though they are the ones with with the guns mm-hmm. and we're the ones without the guns. And so how do we get as a community, these cops to understand that they do have this unconscious bias and how can they become better? Because we can't just talk about it. How can we how can they get better at it?
0: It's hard because like I think it comes back to that same thing. It's not our problem. And we won't we as much as we want to, unless literally every black person joins the police force, like it's not going to happen. Right. Like we're we're only 13 percent of the population. We can't change or shift the minds that like it has to be white people. I think white people, other police officers have to hold each other to the fire. You know, it's an internal police problem.
2: But that's also their job. So let's say we have 10 black cops. And ten white cops working in the same precinct, and as a brotherhood, and they—that's their livelihood. That's where they make their money. And if they speak out against someone who they consider their teammate and their brotherhood. Now they might be liable to lose their job. So I think a lot of people, a lot of black people, or people, even Latinos, even other white people, are afraid to speak up because they don't want to lose what they little bit that they do have.
0: Yeah, it goes back to that whole you thing know. of like you speak up and you risk—you're risking everything. Yeah, so. it really is. But the thing about it is if we if we start it, it, it sucks. It's like that. It's like middle school when you go to dance, you know, you go to that dance and really everybody's on the side. And it takes that, you know, two or three couples to actually start dancing to get everybody else to start dance. You know what I mean? Like you need those two or three brave people who are going to just keep talking. That's going to force everyone. Like I would love to see the Weinstein impact that hashtag me Too happen with police. Wouldn't that be amazing?
2: Yeah. So I'm reading some I'm of those, some, right some other stats here. Mm-hmm. And it says that fatal force, 752 people have been shot and killed by police in 2019. That's so, so that's less than 1,100 that was shot and killed, I think mm-hmm. you said in 2017. What did she not, say? That wasn't it's fatal like, force. That one was Elgate, which just in In general. In general. So this is, says fatal force 752 in two thousand nineteen, and then it says um, nine hundred and ninety two people were fatally shot by police in two thousand eighteen. So it appears mm-hmm. that it's trending down. Yes. Which is a which Good. is a great thing, but it's still one too many, right? And what what is fatally what is fatal force? Death. Exactly. I know it's death, but is it? Because they initiated a force or is it because this black person was unarmed or, you know what I mean?
0: I have a hard time if they're unarmed for it to, like, those should be very little instances and they're not. So a really interesting statistic that says there is no excuse for police brutality. And they compared two very similar cities. So Buffalo, New York and Orlando, Florida are very similar in terms of population. They almost have the same amount of population. They almost have the same amount of percent of non-white, except Buffalo actually has it's more 50 percent. Orlando is 42 percent non-white. Violent crime per capita in Buffalo is 12 for every 100,000 And for Orlando, it's nine for every 100,000. There were zero, zero fatal shootings by police officers in Buffalo from 2013 to 2016 versus Mm. 15 in Orlando from 2013 to 2016. Wow. They have almost identical. And if, if you look at it, the majority of the stuff is actually, you would think Buffalo would have the higher rate. But there's clearly there's doing something right in Buffalo versus something different in Orlando. Or like <laughs> True, right? <laughs> snow is real. Yeah, I,
2: I I think part of it is really again coming back to the community because I think Buffalo is smaller than Orlando, right?
0: No, it, that's no. what they're showing. The population is exactly the, the same. same. The even mm. down to the percentage of non-white, there's m- more um, diversity in Buffalo than there is. There's actually more crime, right? There's 12, you know, for every 100,000, there's a 12, you know, 12 crimes that happen for every mm. 100,000 versus Orlando with only nine. Yet, zero. Zero people killed by cops.
2: Training counts. Training, training counts. And I think, so we have to ask ourselves, what is Buffalo doing that Orlando isn't doing? What is Buffalo doing that New York isn't doing? What is Buffalo doing that oakland isn't doing right philadelphia isn't doing and what can they do and
0: how do we emulate this how do we and it sucks because we're on the outside looking in how do you fix an organization you are not a part of
2: Comes back down to leadership though and i does. think i think the leadership has has to be willing first of all to, to, acknowledge. Admit, to acknowledge that that's a problem and that we can do better but if you have someone who's at the head yeah. who does not see that as a problem, who has an unconscious bias that they're not ready to attack, to identify, then they're not going to be open and willing to create programs and trainings to train your police officers to do it. So I think there's a multiple, multiple issues going on that's happening.
0: I actually think so. Well, the reason why I brought up that whole incident with that 11 year old who was getting, you know, pummeled by that police officer is it was the first incident, the very first one where the, you know, head, police officer the head sheriff actually took ownership i was shocked he literally came out as soon as it happened and was like i find it despicable i find it disgusting it's not at all representative of my police force and it's it's not something that i would accept and i remember it being shocking to me Because it's the first time that I ever remember a police chief actually taking ownership of, like, his police officers failing to hit the mark. Mm. And my God, like, first of all, as somebody else looking in it, I'm sure that family, you know, doesn't feel, still feels terrible. But they have to feel a little bit better. Like, that apology, that acknowledgement that you have put this child through something that was unnecessary, like... And that they are once again, like you said, are traumatized now for life. Like her relationship with cops are going to be it's going to be traumatic yep. from here on out.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Purely based on this guy handling her like she wasn't a child.
2: She's going to have a negative perspective mm-hmm. on for life about cops until another cop who looks like that cop Oof. comes along and shows her that that's not, that all not that way. Right. You know,
0: And so that was the first time. I don't remember. I don't remember even seeing, ever, ever hearing about a police chief actually very admitting that, like, no, what happened was unacceptable and it won't happen again and I won't stand for it. And the guy, like, this is, you know, you normally they suspend him. Apparently he quit, but I'm pretty sure he was forced out. He quit yeah. that day.
2: And, wh- and that's some bullshit as well. Why do the people who do the abuse or kill someone... Always get the out of resigning. Yeah. Like, why aren't they, first of all, locked up? Well, first of all, fired. Yes. Then locked up on bail and let them bail themselves out. Like, I never, like, Amber Gaga was out forever before she got locked up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're allowed to resign, you could literally move to a different state, apply for another police job, and get hired for killing someone who you just killed a few months ago.
0: Forget lawyer. They need to handle it like they do doctors, you know, because it is life and death. There's a reason why if a doctor in Florida, I think they get charged with two malpractices, malpractices, they're done. Like, their license is taken that way. It's two or three. They have a limit. And so, it is highly scrutinized medical malpractice. And because it creates some caution for the doctors, well- the reason why we have that is because the doctors—it's life and death. We need to have that same thing with police officers. I'm yeah. sorry, you are th- people's lives, people's whole family. Like,
2: and they need longer training than three months or four months. I think over in Europe, they have to train for like a year.
0: Yeah. Psychological.
2: Yeah. Like, before like they, they, they even get qualified. Academy,
0: academies, like they still have
2: police academies.
0: But now they don't force them to go, I guess, anymore. No,
2: they, no, do. they still do. It's or just, just st- not very long.
0: Oh. You still do
1: it it's just that it used
0: to be like a year or something, it's right?
1: Not, it's not comfortable.
0: Jay's Shay's saying it's not very systematic. It's
2: not consistent. I'm going to read this last stat. And I'm going okay. to be done with it. It says, and this is from Los LATimes.com. It was written in August 16, 2019. It says, about one in 1,000 black men and boys in America can expect to die at the hands of police, according to a new analysis of deaths involving law enforcement officers. That makes them two and a half times more likely than white men and boys to die doing an encounter with cops. The analysis also showed that Latino men and boys, black women and girls, and Native American men, women, and children are also killed by police at higher rates than white peers. But the vulnerability of black males was particularly striking. That's sad. And that says a lot right there.
0: Yeah, that's that's insane. That's so sad. That's so sad.
2: So, it's a country, the United States of America, which we both love.
0: Mm-hmm. I love it. 100%. It's home.
2: But we got to do better.
0: I think, listen, I think the main thing is, like, yes, police brutality is a police problem. There's The police are going to have to fix it. But what can we do in the interim? Like, what can we do? And I think it's having honest conversations with your white friends about privilege. Because That's key. Yes.
2: That's key. So
0: many of them don't even understand or realize like that they are privileged, like that, that what's happening to them and what transpires is, is, is happening based on privilege. Right. Because if you've always been treated a certain way, you don't realize that you're getting treated that way for any other reason than by who you are so if you have white friends I think it is your responsibility and I know oh, I hate it well they don't have white friends but if you have white friends I do think it's your responsibility to you know say hey when you see something that's happening based on privilege like my one of my everybody knows one of my really good friends is why her name is Katie I tell her all the time like ain't nobody gonna tell Katie something that I ain't retell her I tell her all the time she does something and she gets away with something or she says something and I'm like ooh, girl that's your privilege talking right there And I I, I don't stop. I don't quit. I say it all the time. And she has to, to be my friend, has to realize I'm going to call her out. She's going to call me out, too. Same thing. You know, maybe not on that, you know, race kind of issues. But we call each other out all the time. But I think you have to let them know. Because some stuff she's like, I would have never thought about that. Mm. Like even Chelsea. Chelsea Handler in that documentary. It's really interesting. She had a black boyfriend. Named Trayshawn. Shout out to the Trayshawn because I had the biggest question on Trayshawn when I was in elementary school, but I digress. They used to get locked up at the same time with the same amount of like drugs on them. And she got released every time, never mm-hmm. actually got arrested. And he mm-hmm. got arrested every single time. And she didn't realize that the reason she didn't get arrested was be- she, she was didn't wife. realize it wasn't a privilege. She just thought that she somehow got lucky. Lucky, yeah. The five times it happened.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, and my last point I will say is. It's good to educate your white friends but you also need them to speak out like you said yeah and do something about it because oftentimes change does not happen because of black people people of color because white people are calling out their their white friends and yes. white family members about it and changing their perspective Because white people unfortunately don't always trust black people when we say it but they'll trust their brothers and sisters yes and their cousins and their friends when they say it and so if you
0: didn't realize the civil rights movement, if you didn't realize it was a bunch of people white white people sitting out in them right sit-ins, exactly.
2: yeah, yeah. If you didn't
0: realize that the reason why like the civil rights movement had the impacts it did, and that we have the rights that we have, and a lot of that is largely due to white people who realized that this was messed up, you need to read the history.
2: Why do y'all think that the LGBT community is so? powerful right now Ooh, there's so many white people that are gay yes you know or in that and community
0: advocating on their behalf to the yes. people to their peers like mm. yes yeah, so. it's most important all right guys let's go ahead and switch over <coughs> my favorite segment ever
2: it might be my least favorite too because we got shade doing it this week i know right. <laughs> I he's trying to
0: in hand. Yeah.
2: So, no, I
0: feel like last week you were pretty garbage. I feel like maybe Shay's probably better Only than because
2: that. you feel like you did not know anything. But it wasn't not, just me because Cardi fault.
0: didn't know it either. I won. Well,
2: maybe because y'all were garbage oh, and oh, I had great songs.
0: Excuse me.
2: I mean, Shay knew it and Emmett knew it and the Sippers Excuses. knew it. Excuse You didn't know it. So Sippers, this week is only Elle and I. We may be bringing someone on in the future, but right now it's just us grinding it out. And so absolutely. Well, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I am allowing Shay to choose these songs.
0: I <laughs> love how he says he's allowing you, Shay.
2: It is a privilege to t- to hand over. That sounds familiar, right? And so, I will admit though, the last time Shay did that sounds familiar, he did a pretty good job. And the first time he did it, it was pretty garbage. It was bad.
0: I will. I I, I will agree with that. <laughs> 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 uh, That's
1: Shay so, so we're going
2: So we're gonna see what happens. And so. Elle's never beaten me before, I don't think. But never gonna, have I ever. We're going to see what happens. So separate. if you know it before me.
0: Him and Shay have some like. Shut No,
2: bro I, don't know. Love. I have no clue what these songs are. So Shay, give they us the first They're telepathically
0: connected. All right, this is all 2019. Yeah, all Shay. All songs 2019? I still won't get it because I don't listen to nothing new, but I appreciate but artists it. All the are from like old
2: generations. Okay. 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 I'm with it. I'm with it.
0: Okay. Well, if you didn't hear that, Shay said that all the artists from 2019, all the songs from 2019, but they're artists that go through. All generations
1: now if you don't get this one he jumps he jumps i right don't in.
0: need this disclaimer judgment okay like if you don't get this you should go ahead and kill yourself i don't need that kind of pressure whoa, whoa, in
1: my life whoa, 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 nice. i didn't go that far no nah, he just jumps right in he's the biggest one right
0: now okay
2: thinking
0: about my grandmama
1: and shit i got the baby oh, oh you did, you did. <laughs>
2: You got it first. I literally
0: only got it because of Shay's disclaimer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but honestly, I have
0: no clue who this is. The, the
2: I just... baby man, like, he's one of the dopest right now. He found a little pocket for himself. And I don't really like this song by him, though. I like the baby. I like the baby. I think he's a good artist. What what? You
1: about the song? I don't know. I. Is that him? That's his. If you look at him talk and how he talks about his story and the things that he does, he's really a family dude. Without this hard side. Like,
0: Why ain't nobody tell me that the baby beat that man up? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! First of all, I was watching it for a solid two weeks straight, and apparently it was like four months ago, where him and this comedian had gotten into it, and the comedian talking all this shit. They're in the Louis Vuitton store, uh, and oh the a Oh, is it rapper? It
1: another rapper, is the local rapper. Okay, no? a r- another rapper. He's been the fighting a lot. Other of
0: rapper. Went and tried to like started the fight like physically went to fight and he's Instagramming it because he thinks Mm. he's gonna clown the baby right because you know the baby's actually very tiny he's like a very small he been
2: he been knocking guys out though punching guys
0: when I tell you they so they he show him swinging and then the camera falls and then all of a sudden you see the baby with the with his camera and you see (laughs) this nigga on the floor knocked the fuck out draws. Down by his wow. his ankles, and if you see the struggle stance, like him trying to get up from that scenario, it is well, it is the funniest thing I've seen in all 2019.
2: Shay, I just want to say you always choose the baby when you choose to do saw. you? Because right now, I know you're not
0: talking because you're a Travis Scott. Like
2: I have not chosen Travis Scott a figure. I was long winning time. for a
0: solid like four weeks straight when we because first started it. Yes, I just needed to remember like to throw Travis Scott as an option.
2: I didn't think Elle was gonna get that, but she was on that one. I mean, I said the baby too, but she beat me. Yes. All right, what do we got next? All right. At least I got one. Might get the next one too. I don't know this one. Huh?
0: OT Genesis.
2: Missy Elliott. Missy
0: Elliott. I said it first. No. I said it first. Run it yes, back, Shay. Did. I said it first.
2: She did. <laughs> she did. She did. She did. Only, only because she said her name. I.
0: Well, that's the reason why oh, you said it you too. Said her name.
1: <laughs> that's the reason why you said it too It's because she said her uh, day. That's some bullshit also, I, Is this new Missy? Can't
2: choose Missy Ellie After I chose Missy Ellie last week Hey, it's just what it was That's like, all good That's all, all, all good She is a queen That's her new queen. song? It's,
1: yeah,
2: it's one of her new One of, her new album, one of them off of think, Yeah Iconology, of which was her last album I didn't like it that much Booty clap, clap. Alright Hold on, so
0: I gotta get this oil, hey. Oh my god Shay, you have redeemed yourself, sir
1: Wow <laughs> Alright, so don't give
2: no disclaimer. Look, Just play it. This is
1: hilarious because um, I'm not even going to say nothing about
2: this. Oh, my God. Rick Ross.
0: Childish give me no.
2: Travis
1: Brown. Scott. He's on it, but it's not his song.
0: That's why it's hilarious. YG. Migos.
1: Oh, once he starts you, you know. Lydia love when it's hot. Turn to the city.
2: future got some i don't know that voice
0: i do i do though is it um, Bryson um Bryson Taylor?
1: no can't no. be he might, not be, um, he might not be here at the beginning, but uh, I'm going to let it ride.
0: I know this voice.
2: I don't know that voice.
1: Mm-hmm. I know this voice. Oh, Wait, Travis Scott is saying. on it? He's on it. It's like four different people, but it's primarily, it's on a certain person's album. Um,
0: it's like a future artist.
1: But you said Lil Wayne, he's like a clone of Lil Wayne. I'll give you that. When he first caught Cup, everybody thought it was just
0: a landlord and clone. What's he, it, what shit is he? Black?
1: Well, yeah. Mm. <laughs> no,
0: is he black though? Black no, black. Not, not the color. Is his name black? Oh, the no, artist. No. No, it's like somebody I listen to a lot. Like his voice sounds so familiar.
2: That's a Lil Wayne right there, but.
0: Drake? I mean, it can't be. Who's like a little. First of all, yeah,
2: it's a little it vibe
1: right, though. So that's a Young Thugs.
2: Damn it! Uh, Young Thug. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Young
0: he Thug. He is but no, I I I like some of I was the songs. sleeping on him, but he really do got bars though.
1: Well, now he, he changed his style. He started he, like enunciating. Yeah, <laughs> now you
0: can actually understand what he's saying. You're yeah. like, oh, he actually is and kinda kind of a Scott fire. and Young
2: Thug do a lot of out song together too. I should have known
0: that. I was just listening to him. I was listening to Camila Havana na na na. Oh yeah. All right. Um, I'm just gonna say
1: he's back. Okay. He's back. Play.
0: Usher.
2: He's back,
0: huh? I, I said, Black, Chris I said Brown. Be, oh, I T-Pain? Who I sings like try. this? Tory Lanez.
2: He sound like Tory Lanez, don't though. He? Bryson Tiller, too.
1: That Bryson Tiller, Connor.
2: That's yeah, Bryson Tiller singing. Ooh. That's a high beat though
0: I'm like kind of feel First of all I'm feeling both of The last two that. songs It's your keys? It can't be Cause he don't It's a rapper who,
2: Who's gonna come on Gotta be a rapper
0: like, who
2: always
1: has a singer on this damn
2: song? Wale. Bam. Hey. I like Wale too. What song is this on? Love on On his new album.
0: I know that Wale voice. Ooh, yes, honey.
2: I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge Wale fan. Huge Wale fan. But he strayed away for a long time. He did. Long time.
1: Right, I guess uh, J Cole finally like.
2: I mean, I lost. Him. I mean, officially, I officially lost this, but we're gonna we're gonna let it ride out. L has won. This, this is that the first familiar.
0: time ever. I think hey, this is my know. new favorite game, You're and I feel like Shay is my new favorite DJ.
2: <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even hear Wale's voice. I mean, it took me a minute.
1: Yeah. No, I know Wale. Mm. Um, this dude's gonna come up. He's been like beating around, but this this track is dope.
2: Beat
0: it. Why you got-
1: Sound, oh, I sound, love this
0: sound. beat. It's a, it's a, it's stolen. It's taken from somebody else. <laughs> More the way up.
2: He sounds like the dude
1: from. I like this
0: whole vibe though, Shay. Like, this is a good playlist. You need to send him this. You say kid. he's
1: new? He's not new, but he's been around. But this is like, I think his first real like. It's gonna get him somewhere. So...
2: Than fat, and she got he's light skin. Right? Oh. Hey. Track name or artist? That's a remake of the beat of the uh, Ye Young yeah, Twins.
0: I like it. I like the beat. I don't not, know who it is. It though. reminds me of Brett Faison. But-
2: yeah, I don't know who it is.
1: Who is it? Right, so the track is "Best on Earth" by Russ. Yeah,
2: I don't know who that is.
0: Yeah. Oh, I just heard like one song by—I've never heard of a song from him before. Yeah, I thinking, like, so. But I heard one like—it wasn't this song though. But it was fire.
2: Yeah, I would say the next those three songs you played were are, are bangers. Those I'm were a vibe, I, I gotta add right? Like
0: those, like that three was just a playlist. Go
2: follow the. Oh, sorry, I'm not recording video. on am <laughs> to the phone. Go follow the white list playlist by by Jonoedic. Yeah, it's dope. We
1: going put them on there.
2: All right, yeah. one more.
1: Alright, so this person, the Migos don't talk to him no more.
2: <laughs> nah. It's very country. Gucci Man.
1: Yeah.
2: You Gucci. know
0: what? Yeah, you better know it's Gucci Man, because you should start wanting to twerk. Gucci. Hey.
2: Gucci been in the news lately because he um having he had a beef with he uh Angela Yee Ye and um
0: and um DJ, DJ Envy. Oh my God! He got so yeah. it was so funny because it was like oh Gucci man changed. He's so enlightened, and then he started talking about DJ Envy and straight old oh Gucci came right. Oh, back. You
2: know they say Angela and Charlamagne are on the outs now. Yeah, Charlamagne didn't check Gucci. Doing that interview at all, really?
0: How do you um, feel about that? Because so some people argue they say that Charlamagne is on the outs not only with Angela but also with DJ Envy because out, yeah. apparently when Gucci asked for the interview, he asked for it with DJ Envy first, and DJ Envy said no because mm. he was respecting his co-host mm. Angela. Mm. And Charlemagne always bought the paper, so Charlemagne's always gonna take the interview. But like but don't you kind of feel like you know that about him? Like I know like I feel like I know that. Like Charlemagne's always gonna do the interview,
2: especially for
0: the smoke. Yes, he's always ready for the smoke. And so
2: And I watched part of the interview and Charlemagne for the most part Mm -hmm. did say, Hey, I don't think it's like that. Yeah, he was trying to defend his friend, yeah. Like he didn't overly defend. No. He was kind of neutral. And I think that's probably the issue. The main issue is like, sometimes you need to shut some shit down.
0: But it's so funny because if he were to come in to shut it down, I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but if he would have come in to shut it down, that conversation would have never happened, right? Like, Gucci man is not a person who you can come with on some rah, rah, rah and think that y'all gonna talk it out. But I don't even
2: understand what Gucci's upset about, though. All about Tomo, he... Angela was in his box like he tried to check He she, she tried to holler at him
1: that's like an old story and
2: he he shut it down like what who who the fuck cares yeah like why is that even an issue I
0: don't yeah I don't understand why he's so gun hole about it like yeah yes, I don't understand she might have slid in your DMs and now in public she's not trying to claim that but I don't think anybody really would. Like, no. you know what I mean? So why would she be like, yeah, I slid in his DM and he and he curved me. Like,
2: I got to read more about it. But what did DJ Envy say that made him so upset about He's like, I want to punch D- DJ Envy in the face. Like, I don't, I feel like it's real immature. No, it to is. To be honest with you. It's very young. It's very like, like high school. Like you're too old for that bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. But what do you think about Charlemagne? Do you think he should have done the interview or no?
2: I think that he should have did the interview which is fine, but I think he should have been a little more behind your partners. You know what I mean, like yeah. And I am trying to steal my good pop filter. You well, know.
0: no, I just picked my helmet. Um, <laughs> so
2: yeah, that's my only thing. Like, like if if you went and did an interview with someone who who I had a beef with, yeah, which I don't, right. But if they say, hey, L, come, come interview me, blah blah blah. I want you to go make that paper. Yeah. Like, go make your money. I'm not going to hold you back from making your money. He's going to do the interview money.
0: anyways, right?
2: Yeah, go make your money. But if something comes up and I consider you my friend, yeah. my partner, then I need you to have my back and shut that shit down to a certain extent, but still let the interview go on. I agree.
0: I agree. And it's so funny because it's hard because, you know, when you're doing the interview, you get some production rights, right? Like, so you get to choose what kind of questions you ask and how you ask them. And that changes the whole interview. So it's like, we don't know. As somebody who do, does interviews we know like how you approach it changes it. So we don't know how much of what Gucci really said actually got released. Like it looks really problematic, but it could have been so much worse that Charlamagne edited it out. But I do agree. I feel like Charlamagne should have ended it with like a statement in favor of Angela Yeh. Like Gucci, I understand you feel that way, but like... Angela yeah. has always been honest and upfront with me. And so I have a hard time believing what you're saying is being true yeah. because she's not that kind of person. Like, you know what I mean? I think any kind of like, like a real endorsement at the very end, maybe it wouldn't have been that much beef. Yeah. All right. What's the last one? Last that's one. It. Was that it?
2: That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. You, you are the winner of oh that. My sounds God, familiar. Like so and
0: relieved.
2: I didn't even let you win. You actually won that legit.
0: Hey,
2: I felt good for 2019. That feels great to give your needs. Give, never mind.
0: You know what? Don't even act like you did not lose that because you sucked. I was better today, only today, but I was better. Okay, thank you very much. All right, moving on to what's your ish for sure? You go first. What's your ish? My ish this week. Has to be the same one it's been, but I don't think I've ever called it out specifically. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. I know it is so problematic. It is yeah. not sustainable. It is like you know you.
2: I think it is sustainable.
0: No, for the environment, it's terrible. All it's really bad. Extra I mean, cause you know, like Amazon prime, they'll send you literally, you can buy a pencil and they will send it in this big old plastic puff, you <laughs> yeah, know, and true. you can order like five things that they'll mail them all individually instead of collecting them all together. And so think about all the fuel, all the plastic products, it's just really not sustainable. Like it, people who are very like, um, environmental crazy hate Amazon low-key but i'm just saying it is so nice to buy something and not leave your home and know that it's going to show up tomorrow morning on your doorstep
2: hopefully 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 taking, more than but light did light light. you see what they recently announced about amazon prime is that now you can get your food delivered for free if you are amazon prime member <gasps> from whole foods so they just added that so amazon prime members now, can order food from Whole Foods and have your food delivered within two hour window.
0: Yeah. I don't, I can't remember if this is to be true or not, but I'm absolutely certain that don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that I mean, Amazon bought Whole Foods out.
2: They did. They did.
0: Yeah. So that's why they're doing it. I mean, it's smart. It's smart. They need to bring those price points down, but that's insane. But Everybody Amazon has Prime, Amazon Prime. Like Prime. that just shipped what? Shipped who? So
2: now, Amazon Prime, you have. Amazon TV that you can watch.
0: Yeah.
2: Or Amazon original videos and TV. You have Amazon Unlimited Music that you have if you're a Prime member. You have two-day free shipping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes free one-day uh, shipping. Yeah. If you're Amazon Prime. And now you have um, grocery shopping.
0: I mean, you can just do literally do everything you need in life through Amazon. Jeff Bezos is like a genius.
2: Unfortunately, I- he's not paying his people high enough.
0: He's not, right. and he's problematic. Well, I do kind of feel like he is black man energy sometimes. He's what? Has black man energy sometimes. <laughs>
2: okay, what's that?
0: Because, like, you know, black men have this like energy. It's like undeniable. It's like I don't like, like I bet I-, I dare you to. So you know when they try to like, um, what do they call it? When they try to oh, blackmail they you, black they man, blackmailed okay. him for his 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 dick pic.
2: Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And he was like,
0: y'all, y'all go ahead and show it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I don't care.
0: He's like, I don't care. They was was trying to get me to stop, like, doing A, B, and C, and I ain't doing it. So you got the pictures? Go ahead.
2: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: I know. I've never seen a, uh, and you know the interesting thing is it never got leaked.
2: It didn't? No. Mm. Well.
0: He called they bluff.
2: Hey.
0: How, what's your ish this week?
2: So my ish is a TV show. My ish is um, the Godfather of Harlem
0: okay that's a, is, like a title
2: well it's a show based on bumpy Johnson who okay. was a I want to call him a, an American gangster back in uh, back in the day but it's being played by Forrest Whitaker
0: I love Forrest yeah, and, Whitaker and so
2: I am like five episodes in and it is an amazing show really yes it's so a lot of it is based on historical facts Mm -hmm. but of course it's a tv show so they add little things to it for drama but they have included malcolm x into the storyline they have included muhammad ali into the storyline and so uh esther james so if if you google these people obviously they all had some kind of ties to harlem and so talks about harlem back in the day when it the, the black side of Harlem, and the Italian side of Harlem, and how it's all tied together, and how the gangs worked, and the drug, the drugs, and everything like that. So that's what I'm the, sold
0: off of Forest Whitaker. Like that's all I need to see. He is it's so it on underrated. Netflix? It
2: actually comes on. Uh, I think on Hulu. Actually, actually, it comes on Epics TV okay. channel, but I watch it on Amazon. Okay, Amazon. Cube on my third party app that I'm not going to say on. <laughs> on Does it rhyme with Modi? No, it is not. It rhymes with Penama, which is not a word. But I'm just gonna call it that. So
0: Okay. I like it. I like it. So you. yeah. So <laughs> that's my
2: that's my ish. Um Godfather of Harlem. I, got, really I feel like I've seen
0: this on one of the streaming services. I saw that force w- I didn't realize it was released, but I remember seeing a trailer or like that something was about to be released with Forrest Whitaker. And so I think it is on Amazon Prime. And,
2: and he's such a he's definitely underrated. underrated actor. And people give him a hard time because of, of his lazy eye. Mm. And I'm like, bro, this dude. I I'm for the, for longest part, longest time, I I didn't even know he was an American for the longest time. 'Cause the very first uh the very first movie I saw him in was the one with yeah, I think it was like uh I don't want to say transgendered, but he had a he had like a European accent or a Scottish accent. I can't name the name of that movie. It was like in the nineties. And so every time I saw him he had an accent. So I thought he was like European. And then I heard him talking in an interview, I was like, Oh, he actually from I think he's from California or somewhere.
0: I think Forrest Whitaker got um kicked out the, the cookout. Cry-
2: crying game? Maybe? Because
0: of the crying game.
2: I think it was a crying game. I think <laughs> he it was w- called he didn't
0: the have crying an accident, game. Uh, accident. He didn't have an accent. But I feel like the reason why he isn't as successful as he should be is because I feel like a lot of black people cut him off after the crying after game. The
2: crying game.
0: Crying game he had a transgendered lover.
2: And didn't he do the King of King of Scotland? The King, yeah, of... King
1: of Scotland. Yeah That's yeah Yeah,
2: and so he's just a dope ass actor, man. And I, I wish I could meet him. He's amazing. He's literally
0: amazing. He's so good at what he does, and he definitely doesn't get as much hype as he should. All right. All right. Anything for the final sip.
2: Final sip. So we are about three weeks away Mm -hmm. from Thanksgiving.
0: Oh my god, we are.
2: So. I figured.
0: Are we doing our thankful? Yes. Things? I remember this one last year. We did it last like year. The, okay. and so, I'm down.
2: Each week, up until like Thanksgiving, let's say one thing that we're thankful for. <laughs> and so, what's something that you're thankful for?
0: I am thankful for my Altino Shade family.
2: Womp womp. No, good. That's a, That's good, a one.
0: good one.
2: That's a good one. What about you? I will say that I am thankful for new beginnings. Because sometimes in life,
0: look at that, look at that smile, honey. You don't know
2: eh. where the next new beginning is going to happen, and right when you think you're on the lowest of lows, yeah, something happens and a new beginning happens. And we're, we got two months ago before 2020 is above us. I mean, upon us. And so I'm thankful for new beginnings, and I'm thankful for the friends who allow you to step into the new beginnings. Because sometimes you can't step into the new beginning without help. Absolutely. And the last few months, I've had some friends definitely help me step in, into some new beginnings. And I'm thankful for that. Shay, what's something you're thankful for? Clarity of thought. Clarity of thought?
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's I've a good one. I've
1: been on a hunt for the past two months, really. Because I I think a lot for other people, mm-hmm. with what I do. And sometimes taking all that extra information, you kind of fail to get clear in your own particular yeah. direction. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, kind that's of been, valid. That's been my whole push for like the last six months. And the, the, the first three of that kind of like, okay, let's sift through and shuffle everything else. So I'm turning my my, my angle to marketing what I do for real. So that's amazing. Uh,
2: that's what's up. And so we also, and I'm, I'm we're gonna beat you over the head, sippers, yeah, for the for time. the next few weeks, the next couple months. We have a live show coming up. January 22nd. Check your phone real quick. What's the day? I know it's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday, Sippers, and we need you in the house. If you are a Tampa Bay native, Orlando native, whatever, if you're within driving distance, come to our show. You are going to love it. It's going to be an interactive show. This is our second show. Yes. We already booked the theater, the Rialto Theater in Tampa, Florida.
0: And get your ticket soon because last time we had a live show, it did sell out. And
2: it is definitely it limited is a... seating. It is, a, it is RSVP. Yeah. We only have 50 seats. We are limiting the seats so you want to get your ticket early.
0: Right. January 22nd. So go ahead and block that time off from your schedule and calendar, people.
2: Yeah. So All right. We're so excited about Any it.
0: other final sip?
2: I don't have anything else. Go and buy my book, man. You haven't <laughs> my book yet. Go buy no Easter's. You know, that's I also <laughs> I also have my own podcast coming out. It's, it. it's geared, geared towards life coaching and <laughs> spiritual and de- 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 development. So go buy Noises. Audiobooks be out here shortly. That's all I have.
0: My final tip is make sure you add us or share us and like us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at Altino Shade Podcast. You can find us on, Insta- on Facebook. Our page is Altino Shade, and our group is Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. If you aren't our friend, make it happen. All right? Slide. All right. With that, I'm going to go ahead and call this sip session
2: done. Holla. Blessings. <laughs> <laughs>